just gonna let y'all know, I picked this track to open up because every time I listen to West Side Gun, he make me feel like I wanna go buy designer shit and then sell drugs wearing that designer shit. What's going on with y'all, man? Something a little different. You know what I mean? Shout out to the big content, man, yo. I'm gonna try and do my best to hold it down for a little bit, man. You know, he on a little vacation, he chilling. You know what I mean? He was the show. So now I gotta try and create the show without the show. But you know, we gonna call this uh, almost 3K experience, man. But you know, my, my moniker, Andre2999. Almost 3K. I like it. You know what I mean? Uh, Andre3000, big influence. You know what I mean? I'm gonna talk about that at some point. But you know. I give y'all a little intro, man. Like, y'all know me if you rock with the whole Jamaican series. Like, you know what I'm about. Um, you know how I get down. It's a little different. Y'all just gonna hear me talking monotonously. You know, nonstop. You know what I mean? Hookah smoke in the uh, background. Wink, wink. And you know what I mean? And great music. Um, I've been rocking all these players out too. So if you guys hear anything you guys like on. In the playlist, uh, what I did this for this particular playlist is a lot of new great music has dropped during the quarantine, right? So I'm just giving you guys like my top picks, um, the artists I'm listening to. Um, I'm gonna make the playlist available via Apple Music. I don't own the rights to none of this music, so like yo, Apple, let me rock, B, Anchor, let me rock. Yeah, man, been here today. Oh man, quarantine. Uh, New experience, you know what I mean? Almost UK experience. This is different for me, man. Uh, not having anybody to piggyback off of, not having nobody to rely on, is real different. But I think like that's such a huge, it's such a mini, it's just a microcosm of what's going on in the grand scale. Like a lot of us, you know, if you live a certain lifestyle, like I, I don't have my family with me right now. Like my family is isolated at home. Like. My, uh, my mother, she's she's a you know breast cancer survivor, so you know you gotta be really cautious. Um, uh, that's my stepmother, but you know I don't really get into those concepts. That's my mother. My other mother actually contracted COVID, so uh, you know it was just crazy. Like you know being around can't be around you know the two people you want to be around the most. So you know it's just crazy. But you know thinking about all of that, you know. I'm in a position now where I'm really, really isolated, man, and really had to find myself, and I think a lot of us got caught into a place where we, where we started to look at what everybody else was doing and saying, man, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, and, you know, however you feel like you need to cope, that's how you gotta cope, me, I gotta talk a little shit, man, I gotta stay, I gotta stay busy, I gotta stay active in my mental, it's the only way it's gonna work for me, you know what I mean, um, yeah, what's going on? I mean, what's not going on is what, is what it is. Like, first of all, like I really, I, I'm, I'm going all over the place, man. Excuse me, I'm sipping a little wine. You know what I mean? That's all I've been. That's all I've been doing all quarantine. I mean, a bottle of wine a day. Don't, don't judge me. I heard all the, all the athletes are doing. That's what's keeping LeBron so young. So you know, I'm trying to stay on that way. But if you, if you've read the description in my, in about the podcast, man. Is, I'm, I'm just trying to show labels and perceptions, man. Um, one episode at a time. And what I mean by that is really people just being able to be comfortable in who they are, no matter what the packaging looks like. 
man. I don't. If you know me, you know I'm not your typical what I look like, right? I'm not talking about aesthetic beauty or anything. I'm just talking about what the perception of somebody like me is, you know what I mean? Bald, muscle-headed. I mean, you know, I do fit a lot of those uh, ignorant uh, labels. I can't lie to you. But at the exact same time, like, man, there's a lot to me, man. Um, I feel like there's a lot to everybody. I feel like everybody should be able to be comfortable in their individuality. Buddhist kind of fire division did drop it out. You'll hear me just venture off and start talking about tracks in the background because, you know what I mean, it's a lot of great music out right now. You know what I mean? Shout out to Popcorn. Bop, 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 bop. I mean, if you've never listened to any of my content, including with my brother, you know what I mean? The show, the big content, all right? Hold Jamaica's podcast. You know, we still got episodes up, so still check them out. Um, if you never listened to the show, you don't know. I'm full-blown Jamaican. Uh, I was born. I was born here, raised here. Uh, raised very Jamaican. I went to school down there for a little bit. So, you know, my sensibilities are of an individual who has very, very strong Jamaican values. We just happen to grow up in a more liberal America, right? It makes for a very, very interesting perspective, right? Which I think I have. Um, I think my perspective is really unique because I just don't think my upbringing is traditional in any way, shape, or form. It just really isn't. I've been sheltered, have a great family, great upbringing, but just not traditional, right? And I think, you know, it's why I've shaped the perceptions of my life, man. Um... Man, I grew up real religious, grew up in church, like, super, super religious, got baptized at nine years old, but, like, that's all I knew, like, church is where I had all my best friends, um, and I question, even, even to this day, I'm still a church drummer to this day, right, to this day, I'm a whole church drummer, and I question religion every day, I don't believe in religion, I believe in relationships, I'm not gonna get all into that, but it's just, Man, I question it every day because, like, human practices will really turn you off to, you know, ideals. Like, the ideals of what religion is supposed to be is supposed to be about inclusion. It's supposed to be about love. If we're just going to strip all the... So everybody has their own deity that they worship. I have my own. You know what I mean? And everybody has their own. But when we just talk about what the basis of what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be about inclusion. When you start talking about, you know, the separation in ritual and the man-made aspects of ritual that really misinterpret what it's supposed to be about and now we're we're using something that's supposed to bring healing to hurt people like i really have always stepped away from you know church so it's nothing about perfection what you see i said perceptions is never reality man like you see me do every day man we, the, the people who you feel like are the strongest spiritually are the people who struggle the most and you know i just feel like we got to stop putting those aspersions on people just because our our struggles are different than everybody else's um and i'm saying that just to you know relate it back to people who are dealing with what we're going on in terms of covid i gotta pause again uh my man rmr he got the track rascal you know what i mean the shit is art you know what i mean check him out anyway you know bringing back to covid i feel like a lot of people have you know been how they feel about interactions with other people on themselves on the, like it's it's like you feel like a person should be handling this a certain way and now you're judging them for handling this their way and expecting them to accept the way you're handling it. it's 
it's very, very unrealistic. And I think from it's it's like to me this is like such a it's just such a paradox in terms of perspective because you really have to understand that self-preservation becomes your basis of how you want to live. Right? Like it's the only way you die. The only thing you're worried about is making it home to you and yours, right? Like that at the core, like nothing else really matters right now. Like we're all on the same level in terms of money, in terms of beauty. Unless you're getting black market haircuts. Shout out to black market haircuts, man. Them shits is listen. I don't care what you say, listen, them shits is good for your mental health. Barbers are essential workers, but they should still stay the fuck home. But yeah, man, like it's when you start to equate those things, you start to, you know, judge people based on those things and it's hard because you yourself, like I said, it's about self-preservation. But in terms of having self-preservation, you still have to have the wherewithal to look at another person's situation and understand that just like your main goal is self-preservation, their self goal, their their main goal is self-preservation as well. And we're not just talking about physically, we're talking about mentally, we're talking about emotionally. Right? So a lot of times we really gotta get away from all of that right now. Like and find solace in self. Like, man, there's so much time to break and learn down about yourself. Whether you want to be active and start seven new businesses, whether you want to be like me and start a project every other day, right? <laughs> All right? Or you want to just sit in the couch and eat yourself into oblivion. Oh, by the way, uh, Myers Way Fitness, uh, you should check that out too if you feel like eating yourself in oblivion. Like, your outside is going to open back up and you don't want to be that guy at the beach. But anyway, let me get back to me. Whatever way you feel like, coasting right whatever you feel like say coasting whatever way you feel like coping right is your prerogative but still in all the things you could be doing you still have time to self-reflect and understand how amazing you are as an individual and be able to really just delve deep and break down a lot of layers you wouldn't have otherwise had time to do right unless you have kids and more power to you like damn son i'm gonna tell you right now i don't have kids right now during this, it's making me not want to have kids, right? And knowing where the world is going, like, we got niggas drinking bleach, right? I want my kids in this shit, <laughs> right? It's crazy, but you do have a lot of time to really sit down and learn about yourself, man. Whether you want to be super proactive or not, man, if you're doing nothing else, like, man, it really takes some time to really understand, learn, and love yourself. Like, it's, it's super imperative. Like, it's... It's everything I've been doing. I just happen to need to be active. Like, that's just for my own mental health. I feel like everybody's everybody's priority right now should be mental health because it's just challenging in ways we didn't really know it was going to be. Right? And we don't even know what people were going through before this happened. Like, I lost my best friend, right? Like, right at the apex of this shit happened. Like, a couple weeks before this shit starts to really get crazy. Like, I lose my best friend. And we're talking about... If you want to talk about how life just went eight, I'm talking about everything in terms of my life, like my job, like relationship-wise, everything, friendship, everything was at an all-time high, right? Getting ready to start a whole new job, right? And boom, I lose my brother, like crazy, right? And had to pack that shit away because like you got to keep it pushing, bro. I couldn't be depressed for so long, like, I think I had to learn how to be active and depressed, because 
You can't be out here. That's how I got depressed. I put on 40 pounds. That's detrimental to my bottom line right now. <laughs> I got to get to make this money. I, I, I mean, I train. That's what I do. So I had to pack that away and go from the normal season routine that just keeps you sane, being around people that keep your mental just intact. Just a combination of everything and then everything being shut down. And if you don't realize the trauma that had on you, and then to be selfish enough to cast that on somebody else, like you're really just not paying attention to the big picture, right? The big picture is that relationship is any relationship is worth way more than what you're dealing with right now. It's crazy, but it's it's so different because you got to deal with what you're going through. You don't know if the man's in them lost their job and don't know if they're going to be able to get that job back. Right? You don't know what type of pressures that person is feeling from outside of the home. So, in just my personal, just how I feel, and this wasn't even how I meant to go to start this podcast today. Like, But it's just, you know, when you get on, when you have a platform and you just, I'm saying I have a platform, I'm at like eight niggas listening to this. But, when you eight niggas do listen to this, man, like, you know, you gotta understand that whatever's on your heart, man, just spit that shit, man. That's your art. I think if people just understood that you create just by talking about what you personally go through, because that makes you unique. Like, you woke up today and you rolled over and you put that left toe on the floor, like, in a way that nobody else can put that left toe on the floor. Tell, tell niggas about that shit, son. That shit might be fascinating to like 20,000 niggas. You don't even know. That shit's crazy, right? All right. When you really listen to the, like, like when, you, when we look at these like world-renowned stars, like when we say millions of people know them, right? They only sell 300,000 records, right? In their first week or so, right? And you're looking at that like, man, that's 300,000 people. And then when you really look at it, nigga, there's more niggas than like some random town in Omaha. Like, you know what I mean? But think about that though. Like 300,000 people at, let's say, a, let's say you make two hours a unit. That's $600,000, right? And you don't look at it that way. We keep trying to make the success have to be grandiose. Oh, Cuddy dropped new music. I gotta highlight that too. I'm putting the playlist on Apple Music, so don't worry. Like, you know what I mean? Leader of delinquents like this. First of all, we on Ventro. I got I got to tip off. This is one of the most influential niggas in music, and we need to stop playing around. Like everybody, y'all, y'all young kids like Travis Scott. Travis Scott stands at the altar of Kid Cudi. Stop playing yourself. Right? Stop playing yourself. It's crazy. Right? But you look at it. Where these guys are affecting 300,000 people, and that's their bottom line, right? Bottom. That's actually, you know, buying the music. And you're looking at it, you're looking at 300,000 people. Some people understand how massive 300,000 is. And some people look at it from the grand scheme. There's 7 billion people in one state or one place. What's 300,000? 300,000 is 300,000 people that really fuck with everything they're saying, everything they're doing, and are going to fuck with their movement. Stop trying to quantify success by this grand gross number. Like, man, listen, your success is when you touch somebody, they go, they, they're going to share that shit. That's all that really matters, right? I just happen to be one of those niggas who figured out that the key to success is really believing in myself, in 
way that makes the rest of y'all uncomfortable. You know, kind of like my nigga Ye did. When he talked his way to a billion dollars after y'all all tried to cancel him, right? I'm not trying to cancel me. I'm going to say some shit to piss everybody off all the time, right? But I honestly feel like who cares? Because that's what makes me unique. That's what makes everybody unique, right? That's what y'all going to get from this podcast. Like, if you really want to understand what you're going to get, I talk a lot of shit, right? But I read a lot. So some of this shit is really, really well-informed and educated, right? A lot of this shit is really, really well-informed and educated. The delivery makes it seem like it's dumber than it isn't. Because that's what y'all respond to. No disrespect. <laughs> all right? Talk a lot of shit. All right? You're talking about somebody, I promise you, I grew up in church. I also love the most ratchet shit in the world, right? I, I love weed, right? I'm just keeping a stack with y'all. I've been doing it forever. I left church. Was I've grown up in the greatest, like in a great neighborhood with a great family. Not the most traditional background. Parents never, never got married. I have three siblings. They're all step-siblings. I love all of them to fucking death. I have two moms. I don't have a stepmom. I just have two moms. One, one happened to give birth to me. The other one, yeah, she couldn't give birth to me. It's been the same thing. That's how dope they both are. So, my, it's not traditional, but honestly, man, it shaped me and made me unique. And nobody else has my story, right? Nobody else has my story. Just like nobody else has your story. So, that's the type of shit that's going to make you really unique. It's a lot of Griselda on here. I understand that. That's who I listen to right now, like, Honestly, like, they really made me want to sell drugs. I'm trying to get that mentality back because I push this this content on y'all. Y'all push everything like it's drugs. Everything relates back to drug dealing, right? Yeah, man, that's what y'all gonna get on this podcast, man. Like, 3K experience is really me. In my, in my purest form, like, everything about me, right? I listen to Future Prince, my favorite artist ever, right? <laughs> everything... I'm just not your typical individual. I don't think, and and honestly, I say that without it having to be like I'm trying to say I'm just OD special. I am fucking OD special. Don't get that shit twisted, right? Right? But everybody is. Everybody's unique, right? I'm not even trying to be like super politically correct. I'm keeping it a stack. There's shit you can do that I could never do, and vice versa. There's a lot, there's just way more shit that I can do that a lot of y'all can't do. I'm just keep that a stack, too. That's just me being real, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, I don't know, I'm, I actually am really enjoying this quarantine. I'm really, really enjoying this quarantine. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself through isolation. And I've also understood that you really don't need me. Like, you, you want to have people because sharing, sharing like, success is fantastic, right? It's, it's the shit, right? To, like, share your successes and shit, but you really don't need nobody. In fact, your greatest growth happens in isolation and survival, right? There's going to be a lot of fucking, there's going to be a lot of new new innovators and new influencers and new leaders after this. I promise you that. I promise you that, right? That individual who's out here in the house cooking up, taking over the world right now, is that 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 should exist. You listen to one of them. You feel me? But there's a lot of them out here. There's gonna be a lot of new innovators. There's gonna be those individuals who, and I'm not judging anybody who didn't do it, but there's those individuals who had the discipline to actually be like, God, I'm about to really like use this time to actually really get some shit polished. I'm mean, just to sharpen some skills, to sharpen some shit that I didn't even think I could do, right? And there's those who didn't. And nobody is right or wrong in their approach. I need to emphasize 
nobody is right or wrong in their approach. That's why they're leaders, and that's why they're the niggas that follow those niggas. <laughs> right? Y'all do understand where I'm coming from when I say that. I mean it with no disrespect. Right? Um, plus, we need their leadership. Like I said, we got niggas out here drinking bleach. You know what I mean? We really do got niggas out here drinking bleach. This shit is crazy. And if we don't realize that that came, that's everything that's going on right now is every one of our faults. Right? We didn't take that shit serious. We don't take a lot of shit serious until shit gets real. Because, you know, everything is a fucking meme. I, I talked about this recently. Us, you know, doing some, you know, quarantine commentary. You know what I mean? Andre2999. Please, please, please check out check out the IG page, man. Check out the content. It's funny shit. I think it's funny shit. A couple people think it's funny shit, too. You should think it's funny shit, as well. But, like, everything's a fucking joke. We talk. I talked about Ike, Tina, Ike Turner and uh, Tina Turner. And I was like, how Ike Turner is definitely more famous than Tina because he whooped her ass. That's the formula. Like, you just gotta do some really inflammatory shit, and like, you know, you know, the cards gotta fall in line. And you know, you get a you get a meme here or there, and boom, you're in the clear. That's the life we live. That's the society we live in. You know what I mean, and mm, it is what it is. I mean, that society didn't do much, except, you know, you got a nigga out here telling us. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though, like, there's niggas out here really, like, drink bleach. It's like, it's like, those are the, those, those niggas that drink the bleach are, like, the niggas where your mom used to ask you if your friends were jumping off a bridge, would you? And <laughs> she just got that guy that none of, none of your friends jumped off a bridge because he was that guy. Those are the niggas that are drinking bleach. And honestly, I just think it's population control, right? He's just trying to accelerate that shit. Let's just be real. Like, listen, there's a couple of niggas who probably should have got COVID and didn't get it. Let's just tell these niggas to drink bleach. Because, you know, that's what the leader of our land would do. That's exactly what's supposed to be done. That's exactly what you're supposed to do in the highest office in the world, which it isn't anymore. Uh, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely not really that powerful anymore. Like, we're, we're almost in third world country standards, all right? Um... Shit's getting real out here. But you know what I mean? You gotta laugh to keep him <laughs> Oh shit. You know what? I gotta take a piss. We take a quick commercial break. I haven't been able to reshoot the commercial, so you're still gonna be able to hear the big content's essence throughout the entire episode. So enjoy. I'll be right back. Oh, Gambino hits every time. That's a fact. We gonna let Gambino take y'all out. me to be famous. I was talking to one of my clients, and uh, I don't know how Mick Jagger comes up, but she's like, oh my god, like, he's so, 
I love Mick Jagger. I love Mick Jagger. And I'm like, Mick Jagger? Like, have you ever seen Mick Jagger? I was like, yo, his lips, it's just like, Mick Jagger's an ugly, like, it's an ugly dude. And she's like, yeah, I know, but it's like everything. It's the coke. I'm like, wait a minute. So a man's excessive use of a drug is attractive, other than weed, because, you know, I don't think you can excessively use weed. That's just me. So she talks about how attractive Mick Jagger is, and I've, I've seen young pictures of Mick Jagger. I've seen old pictures of Mick Jagger. I see a bit of late pictures of Mick Jagger. And the only thing those pictures of Mick Jagger have in common is that nigga's ugly in every one of them. Is that about it? I don't even want to have sex with a woman doing it anymore. I'm over that. I'm broke and I was having sex with a lot of women. I, to me, that shit is just all about time and opportunity and sometimes lowering your standards. <laughs> look at those type of things it's like man it's where why is it why is fame like that why are we so enthralled why are we so fascinated with it i'm asking myself i'm not just talking to y'all all right is it the adoration do we love the adoration of course everybody likes to be adored right what are you trying to be adored for though like do you want them to worship you like you're a god is that what you're looking for i'm not looking for that i like i want influence though that's a fact. Influence is the shit. Being able to move the needle. That's really weird. That's really the power. You know what I mean? And you don't realize that money's an intrinsic, no, intrinsic number like that? That shit doesn't matter. All it matters is in terms of status. You think Kanye West is paying for shit anymore? He's a billionaire. Billionaires don't pay for anything. Right? All they gotta do is amass more money so they can move higher on that level of status. So then they can make more moves and more decisions. That's all that shit really is. Right. The only people who worry about how much money they make are niggas who make money make a hundred under a hundred thousand. Talking to myself too, nigga bro. Won't be for long. Right. But anything, I mean, if you making if you're not if you're not making influential moves, you are bro. But that's okay. Not everybody's supposed to be able to do that. Like I said, success is relative. It's tangible, right? Don't wait for fame. Success is definitely tangible. Don't wait for fame, right? If you're using fame to measure success, you're going to fuck up. I mean, like I always say, you can be famous or you can be infamous. Both of them will come with the same perks, right? But everybody knows you if you're either or, right? That's all I'm saying. And understand that it go over anybody's head kind of went over mine because you know I wouldn't mind being infamous these niggas know me you get a free meal when you're you're infamous don't hook me up at Whole Foods oh I found this track Give Yard Like I Want You very very dope track and honestly I recommend you check it out one of those tracks that I feel like a lot of people have actually been in I've been in that situation before, right? And you just gotta understand it, learn from it, and go. That's why isolation, I'm telling you, is key. Then you just gotta figure out what you wanna do. Yeah, this track always gets me. This is one of those. 
Yeah, like I'm saying, man. This is it's a lot of differences, man. Like it's influence, right? And then, like me, like I said, you want to be influential. You don't want to be famous, but you need fame to be influential. Like I said, you need fame. Not don't, you don't need influence, right? Donald Trump after he leaves presidency is going to be influential. You'll be able to get a free meal anywhere. You know what I mean? Niggas will know him. Niggas will always know that nigga. They'll never forget him. He, he's unforgettable. Alright? But his type of fame will be very different. Alright? It's it's changing. Alright? He's it's gonna be a good thing he has money because he's actually gonna have to pay for it. Because when you're infamous, niggas don't fuck with you. Niggas do not fuck with you when you're infamous. And I think we gotta all understand that, man. We gotta all understand that. And that's why I'm gonna always say it again. Success is tangible, not wait for fame. I only want fame because I want the influence that comes with me. I wanna be able to move the needle because I have a bigger picture in mind. Big picture is not about driving the biggest car, being able to say I'm this huge tech. I can't talk about what type of change yet. I don't want to get canceled too early. I still got to be able to make moves within certain realms, right? But that's really the end game, right? And the perception is going to change, right? I think, I think that's what most people want. It's just the pussy comes with it, <laughs> right? You get all of that, it just kind of shows what your vices are because you get, you get access to it, right? I think I got that out of my system. I think that's why I couldn't have got on way too early. Right? I, I had a very, very strong appetite for a lot of things that I wasn't supposed to have an appetite for. And I have an addictive personality. Right? It's not a good combination. Right? Without maturity. In my personal opinion. Right? That's how you end up like, no, let me not tell anybody's name yet. I'm not trying to name anybody yet either. But there's a lot of niggas you know who I'm talking about. When you get that fame before the majority, that's how you end up like the Olsen twins, yeah. But a drug habit, they probably got bread now. They're white, so like they're you, you, you can you can have a drug habit as a white person and still still be all right. Like fame will still carry you. Infamy doesn't really affect white. I mean Donald Trump's a different case, but infamy doesn't affect the whites the same way it affects us. Like Bill Cosby go to the hood and get a free man, but he can't go to McDonald's and get a free man. I guarantee. Like, niggas is not fucking with Bill Cosby. That shit's owned by somebody. They're not fucking with it. You know what I mean? Perspective, perception, reality, those are my, those are my, those are my sticks. Those are the things I really rock with. Those are the concepts I like to play around with. Those are the things that I think shape our entire reality. And they're very, very intricate concepts they're very very simply explained right your fucking life isn't the only thing that matters right other people going through shit too that's perspective perception reality damn look at them titties look how big her butt is that bitch looks up she has an mba bro right that's perception reality right it's just a fact and I will, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to illustrate it using a woman like that, but I really don't give a fuck. I told you I was going to piss people off. 
Sue me. All right? You don't even know me. I'm broke. You're not going to get nothing. All right? But it's just like I said, perception reality is a real thing. People are going to look at you and there's labels. Niggas going to look at you and say this is who you are. Right? That's why niggas was, niggas who had tattoos wasn't getting jobs for mad long. Because tattoos make you a thug. Right? Until little Johnny, right, whose dad works in the corporate office, started getting tattoos. And they're like, wait a minute. Johnny's a good guy. Maybe tattoos aren't that bad. It's, I, I'm just saying. Listen, if we really want to invoke change, we got to get into change. we got to get to change with white people. I'm going to tell you why. Drug addiction wasn't a sickness until it started to kill whites. All right? Heron. You know those type of things? Heron, you know, those pills, those type of shits. Once it became an, it became an epidemic, it was a crime when it was black. You all understand that, right? Those are the niggas that were the fucking needle. Gotta get them start dying first, and then shit gets to move. I'm not trying to say, I'm just saying that's just a fact. It's when shit starts to affect them negatively, right? That's why we can't be the first things to try and right? let them do that shit first. Then we go, oh, that shit don't work. Let's not do that, right? And then they're gonna make it a sickness anyway. They're gonna outlaw it, right? Let them try new shit. That's what they was doing to us. They had niggas trying new shit. Let's just keep making trends, right? But if it gets introduced to you, don't try it, right? I told you there's going to be a lot of Griselda on here. I immediately started to go back into the... Let me not even get into But I really want to sell drugs, man. Like, every time I listen to this shit, it's like, man, like... Let me go put on something Givenchy and uh, go whip some work on the corner. I just feel like, man, that's, that's what this shit makes me want to do. Oh, man. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to have a lot of guests... A lot, a lot of guests. Of course, the big content will be making appearances. Like, you know, he can't escape that shit. You gotta make that shit. I'll fight that nigga. You gotta show up on the twice or twice. You know what I mean? And just the host of the individuals, man, I feel like. There's a lot of, I like conversation. You're not gonna be dumb and be on this podcast. You can't be. Right? I do believe there are dumb questions, there's dumb answers, and there's dumb statements. Right? I make them all the time. But some people make them more egregious than others, and I can't have that shit. Alright, Marion will come tonight. Alright. But, aside from a lot of things, man, I really want to talk to you guys about a lot of different things. I want to get your perspective on a lot of it. I want to get your perspective on, on life, love, all that bullshit. Alright? <laughs> Sorry, I hate when I say life and love, but all that bullshit comes right after. Now, but I really do want to, I want to get to know what's going on, I want to get the pulses. And understand, too, that you got to find ways to occupy our minds during quarantine, man. During this entire thing, this is going to change everything forever. All right, so, you know, it's okay to, you know, try to be a little bit proactive mentally just to preserve your sanity. It's kind of fine, man. I feel like that shit is okay. Oh, wait a minute. Yes. I love this skit right here. Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man. Let me explain something to you, right? This is the type of shit I'm trying to, this, this is what we're talking about. This is influence. This is being able to move the needle. That's the type of shit we want to really do. I'm really trying to stay away from, like, current events and, like, Trump and COVID things. That's not what we're trying to hear about. I didn't want to really drag Teddy Riley because I feel like everybody and their mama did that already. Uh, what else? Um... Niggas are drinking bleach, we understand that. I explained to you why that's going on. Um, yeah. 
you niggas is really getting fat out here. I love it. It's going to be great for the fitness industry. You know what I mean? Uh, what else, man? All right, man? You know what? I think we're about to come to the end. Let's, let me figure out something sweet or uh, intelligent to end off with you guys. I got to find a way to fit one more commercial in this bitch. Take on this endeavor, and everybody knows that when the million-dollar man wants something, he gets it the way he wants it. I always get what I want. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, y'all came back in the Tory. But honestly, let's be real. There's no way I could have finished. I could have done the first episode where I talked about Mr. Cord. Guidelines, guidelines. Cord, 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 cord. There's no way I could have made it out of here, man. Listen, I, I like what Tory Lanez did, man. Tory Lanez actually did what I was talking about in the beginning of this episode. He took this opportunity to boss the fuck up. <laughs> like, because if you didn't know who Tory Lanez was before, you know who Tory Lanez is now. And Tory Lanez is independent now, which is a beautiful thing. Listen, sometimes we worship celebrity. I don't like to worship celebrity. I do like to look at the microcosms of what celebrity represents in terms of everyday life. Independence and business ownership in terms of being a young black man is everything, right? When brands, and, when brands don't control you, then you can do what you want, say what you want, piss whoever you want, piss whoever. You are off, piss whoever you want off. God, say that five times fast, right? You can piss whoever you want off at any point in time, right? Because you know you can go generate your own brand. I actually really fuck with it. Mr. Quarantine part. Right? That's what I'm trying to call him right now, right? I fuck with how he did what he did, man. And if you're not, if you're not paying attention, that's why Instagram kept shutting him down. Is because he wasn't, he shouldn't have been able to generate that those type of numbers, man. Right? And that's really what it comes down to is understanding that your circumstance right, does not have to dictate right, what's going on. Like your circumstance doesn't mean you have to di- doesn't doesn't mean you have to be completely down and out. You can control it, right? You can't control what's going on around you. You can't control what's going on around you. I promise you can't. So one thing you can do. You can just control your energy and how you how you put it to work, how you put it to use. Alright? Shit like that, those are the microcosms that we don't understand. We're talking about it, we're like, yo, we're focused on this young man's life, like who he's fucking, who he's dating. No, I don't focus on the gossip, right? I like the grind, right? And I like to see people who do the grind without needing the corporations behind them to do it, right? A la my man Yeezy, who owns 100% of Yeezy. I was tied in the Adidas somehow, I gotta remember, but we'll get into that somehow. I don't know. Oh, shout out to Rob Ways, man. Uh, this thing is like the Janae Aiko for her niggas. <laughs> you know what I mean? This thing is around, it's like, you really be hurt. Honestly, Rod, you should really use those gloves. But, uh, nah, dope track here. Um, yeah, man, so, I really enjoy the, I really enjoy seeing that type of grind, man. Like, those are the type of things I'm really into. And so, you'll see me highlight individuals like that, why you'll see me highlighting yeah like an individual who just talked a lot of shit and told you what he was gonna do and he put a lot of work behind it and then did it right i don't know i just think this like i said quarantine this quarantine this whole corona first of all it has me valuing life because i i survived so far i i, I don't know if this is day 40 whatever right i've survived so far and a lot of people can't say that 
So I gotta thank God. I gotta thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I gotta thank that man for keeping me alive. And I'm gonna say it's because there's a bigger purpose, right? That's what I'm hoping for. I can catch that shit tomorrow, and it could be a wrap. Like, let's just be real. Like, stop putting yourselves on this pedestal of thinking you need more than you really do. At the end of the day, you are a unique and special individual. But what's going on in your world does not usurp everybody else's world, right? It's just the priority of your time and space, right? But it is not more important right, than what's going on with the next man, right? And we all need to understand that. Clinging to those who care, right? There are people who felt like they needed to always be around and push out and reach out all the time. And you love those individuals. And after that, you understand how those individuals are, who those individuals are. And those individuals who felt they had to distance and they couldn't be there, and you know what you do? You love those individuals the exact same way you love the individuals. You did reach out. Because you know why? Because number one, and I hate this shit, let's get a little petty. Oh, work both ways. So don't get mad because somebody's not reaching out. If you feel some type of way, Reach out. Just so that that person can really be going through it, right? That's number one. Number two, like I said, we are all responsible for ourselves in this particular point in time. Understand, self-preservation and survival is the number one priority of every individual right now, and it is selfish to push any other emotion above that. Survival is the greatest human emotion, right? It's how most niggas become famous. Right? You gotta be poor, and then boom. Yeah, I need to survive, nigga. Let me actually put some time in to actually cultivate my craft, right? And figure out what I'm great at and perfect it, right? And then believe in it, and then put all my money and energy behind it. Oh, shit. That sounds like quarantine. See the correlation, right? Survive in whatever way you feel you need to. I just want to actually be a new renaissance man after this. That's what I feel like. I'm the, the almost 3K experience. I'm in 29999. Right? Right. You're talking about a nigga who loves music. Who loves art, who loves fashion, who loves to work out. And I'm not talking about the pretty, like, skinny nigga workouts. Like, I like to work out, like, prison. Like, I like heavy ass weight a lot of time. Like, I like that type of shit. I come from a great neighborhood and I love hood ratchet shit. Right? Like to do hood ratchet shit. I've made sure I can ingratiate myself in as much hood ratchet shit as I possibly so I can be fully well-versed in it, right? I love it. I love it. Shout out to the baby, right? I love all of that shit, right? And I'm also incredibly righteous, man. I play drums for my church every Sunday. I my Bible every day now, right? I get it from prayer every day. It's something I didn't used to do because I didn't have quote-unquote time, right? I'm out here doing a whole podcast. Please bear with me, by the way, man. Like this, I just actually tweeted this. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Dre29999. But I just definitely tweeted, tweeted this shit. I actually really understand what Pusha T went through, right? <laughs> when Malice found religion. Because, son, you really don't realize how much you lead on a nigga. Alright? Big content around. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck am I supposed to keep doing? How do I keep talking? Alright? What am I supposed to talk about? Alright? I didn't hit all the bullet points. Alright? You know what I mean? And you, you know, 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, appreciate everybody. Appreciate everything. Appreciate all that type of shit, man. Because you don't know. Change is, change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. Change don't change the relationship. Remember that. Change don't change your relationship. It just alters how the relationship is able to be practiced. That's all. And I think that is the ultimate message in this quarantine right now. Like it, This change doesn't alter anything in terms of mindset. Mindset, if anything, it should strengthen mindset. It has to. you got to try to do it. Because the only thing it could do is destroy your mindset. And if you're really going through it, if you're really in a place where you're breaking down mentally, there's a nigga out there that needs to see you. Alright? I literally just lost somebody really, really close to me because of suicide. Alright? And I understand what it's like to be holding your thoughts. And I understand what it's like to play around with those thoughts. Because, yo, isolation is a very, very different and trying thing for people to adjust to. Especially if you are not a natural introvert. People brag about being introverts. You're not really a fucking introvert, right? If you're really introvert, I'd never see anything about you, right? You never talk, fuck that. Introvert stays to themselves, no, all right? But when you have to really adapt to that, it's very difficult. So listen, stay mindful and understand that there's people need to see you after this road, right? And besides, listen, some people just be depressed and not getting no box. Listen, if you are trying to get box, after this road net is the time to do it. I'll tell you that right now, right? People are going to be in heat after this, right? So, listen, you have a lot to look forward after this, right? Again, you're going to understand that you're not wrong in the way you wanted to do this. I just got to keep reiterating that. You know, I just think a lot of people don't understand that. Except if you feel the need to drink booze. Don't drink booze, please. That nigga's wild. Alright? Talk about I'm joking. Donald Trump top five comedians of all time. I don't care what nobody says. Put him up there with Richard, Dave, <laughs> Donald, <laughs> George Carlin, <laughs> Chris Rock. Top five comedians ever. Eddie Murphy, honorable mention. <laughs> funny enough, dude, was Eddie Murphy funny or Richard Pryor? I think so. I think both were all delirious, but both better than I mean, Richard paved the way, but I mean, this nigga Eddie. Yeah. So, Donald's still in the top five. I don't. Can you take. That's like taking beat with me. That's a, that's a whole nother conversation. Those top five debuts are always fantastic. We're going to do a lot of that type of shit, too. I got a lot of friends, man. I got a lot of real influential friends. Somebody made mention that. Like, I know a lot of real popping artistic and, like, real fucking influential and funky great people. And I'm about to start pulling my I know you nigga cards in. Because we're going to get some shit talked about on this podcast, man. The 3K experience is going to be something different. Right? One thing we're really going to talk about is great music. Right? If you want me to be honest with you. If you want me to be honest with you. I've actually been trying to push the episode to get to one particular track. I got to put her on. I got to put her on. Listen. Before I go. Before I actually cut off on the first episode of the Almost 3K Experience, please, I need all negative, positive feedback. Let me know what needs to be done. Let me know what's... Because 
My nigga, this shit is different. Like, I mean, Pusha T eventually figured that shit out. He did mad mixtapes and then dropped a fire ass album. So I'm about to be the Pusha T of podcast. You know what I mean? Three, but here we go. I'm gonna turn this shit up at the end too, cause we gonna we gonna fade out the black to this track as I sit me smart. Alex Isley, listen, and I'm tagging her in my podcast. The beauty of everything, part two, right? Straight through, it's a five track EP, right? Listen, Westside Gun dropped that album, fire. Gambino dropped the album, transfigured it. Jay Electronica dropped that album, Signs of the Apocalypse, right? The dopest piece of music I have heard. Oh, Party did drop an album also. Uh, he's out here just setting the stage up for Rihanna to drop her album. Another side of the apocalypse. Honestly, before I finish what I'd say about Alex Isley, do you know what's going to really mark the apocalypse? Is when Andre 3000 dropped his album the same day Betty White died. Watch. <laughs> the same day Betty White dies, Andre 3000 going to drop a 20-track album, right? And that was going to be eight minutes long. Watch. <laughs> But look, Alex Isley, though, listen, the dopest music I have heard all quarantine. There's been a lot of dope music. Go check me out on Apple Music, right? Dre2999. That's two with three nines, almost three K if that's over your head. I listen, you'll see what the hell I'm listening to. So I'm listening to a lot of new dope shit. This right here, Alex Isley. I hope I'm saying her name right. Fine. That this EP, I've played each track on repeat for a full day straight. Fine. If you're looking for a real mellow, like I'm talking about, she, I fell in love with her sonically the same way I fell in love with SZA sonically when I first heard SZA. If I didn't know what SZA looked like, I'd be in love with her. It's how I feel about Alex Isley music. If you know me, you know how I feel about music. If I'm recommending it, check that shit out. It is. 120% flames. We're gonna let this ride out. Almost 3K. Out. Thank mm-hmm. you.